This is the Robert's Wish Podcast. Thank you for joining us, Roddy. It's um, it's it's been a while that we've want, been wanting to connect and, and talk. Um, and as you know, we're, we've got a discussion really centered around bullying and, and your experience. So, I really just wanted to ask you, um, what you know, what is your experience with with bullying in in your life? Yes. Yeah, so I came out as gay at the age of twelve. So I was in the eighth grade, going into my ninth grade year in high school and had been bullied some off and on before then because people assumed I was gay because I was short because I was different but really after coming out I was severely bullied picked on harassed beaten up had things thrown at me spit on called every name that you can imagine in the book sometimes I'd receive death notes in my locker so I've had my fair share of bullying, that's for sure. That sounds, I mean, that sounds awful just on a on a general uh, level. But at the age of 12, I mean, how, how did you, how did you cope with what was, what was going on? Was there, was there support in place at school or? I honestly really didn't. And I turned to some very unhealthy methods to cope and that went on for five to six years before I really started to find better ways to cope with the pain. And did you have the opportunity, uh, you know, obviously your, 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 your teachers at school, did they notice what was going on or were there, was there just a lack of, of understanding um, on their part of what actually was going on? They kind of knew. But at the same time, the state I live in has a policy that's no child left behind. So while that sounds great and all, they are limited in what they can do in grounds of bullying and harassment because they feel every child should have the education, which sounds good. But if someone is struggling or hurting or being harassed, they are very slow to punish someone who is causing that pain. So they may give them a slap on the wrist, say, no, don't do that. They may suspend them for a day, may suspend them for a week, but they don't really stop or address the problem. And when there's more than one person doing it, it doesn't really do anything. So... While some of them tried to understand what was going on and tried to make things better, they just really didn't do enough. And I don't know if they could have done enough. Right. So if if you don't mind me asking, you know, um, so you were bullied from the age of, of 12 when you, when you came out. Um, do you do you think that it was um, simply because you were you were different to to the other kids? Um, that that the bully because your bullying sounds quite I mean it sounds quite severe. I honestly think that it was a combination of the fact that I was different, whatever that means, and that just middle school and high school suck. 
Like no one is going to have a great, wonderful, awesome experience. And so it's hard for everyone. But when you add in the, oh, well, you're gay, you're mixed, you're short, you have a speech impediment, just keep adding on and on things and people start to find things to pick on. And evidently I had a lot of things to pick on. So I was an easy target. Yeah. And, and it sounds like it. I mean, it just having one, um, you know, one, one element that's different is, is enough for a, you know, a, a, a bully or a group of bullies to, um, to target. Um, but as you say, with, with multiple, um, with, with multiple um, elements and, and, and specifics that are, you know, slightly different from, from others, it, it, unfortunately, it should be something that is, is part of life that is celebrated being different. We're all different. We're all, we've all got our own um, uh, differences in, in one way or another. And, and it should be, it should be celebrated that we, we are, uh, you know, different from each other, not, uh, not, we shouldn't be scrutinized for those differences, uh, but unfortunately, it is something that um, people aren't comfortable with in general, whether they're, you know, youngsters or e- even in adult um, life. Uh, you find that, you know, the slightest difference is something that um, it's almost it's an excuse to to be nasty and to pick on someone. So what what actually, you know, you said you went through a, a couple of years of um, of, of dif- real difficulties and, and trying to cope in perhaps not a, the most healthiest of, of ways. What, what happened that to make you realize that, you know, you, you needed to do things differently or is there something that, that made you realize um, that stuff needed to change? I met more people like me and knew that I wasn't the only one struggling and the only one that was being picked on. And grew older and stopped letting the small things really get to me as much as they had before. And the bullying never really stopped. Like to this day, I still receive things on Twitter or on Facebook or Instagram of people verbally attacking me. But it's just like, you know, you have nothing better to do with your time than to attack someone who is trying to improve the lives of other people. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I honestly just stopped letting it have a negative impact on me. Yeah, it still hurts, but I'm not going to let it control my life. And I've learned that there are better things to do with my time than to sit and cry in a corner because somebody doesn't like what I said or who I am. And tell us a little bit more about, you know, you do a lot of work in the LGBTQ plus youth, uh, you know, area. Tell us a little bit more about the types of, of work that you do. Okay. So it started in high school. So in my sophomore year, I became the president of the Gay Straight Alliance in my local high school. From there, I became the president of the GSA at my former community college. During that time, I also started working with GLSEN, which is the Gay Lesbian Student Education Network in the United States. And so I did a lot of trainings around 
inclusive practices, inclusive language. I did a lot of rallies, so in support of different things. So one of the biggest was the U.S. had a Supreme Court case, which was Gavin Grimm. So his, yes, so his case went all the way to the Supreme Court, and it was over bathroom usage. So Glisson did national rallies in support of him. And so I helped lead that. I have done things to help organize post visuals for remembrance. I have done numerous trainings on all kinds of topics. Of the last two years, I've been working with the Human Rights Campaign, which is the largest LGBTQ organization in the United States. So I serve with as a youth ambassador for that organization. And so I use my voice to help spread their platform and the message of equality. That is going to come to an end in February as my two-year window will be up. So I'm not really sure what I'll do after that because a lot of things I've been doing are kind of coming to an end as I'm going into a new chapter in my life. But I know with going into the religious studies program at the college I'm going to now and with plans to go into seminary in the UUA, which is the Unitarian Universal Association, So a very liberal, very social justice driven faith community that I'm not going to stop doing the things I'm doing. It may just be in a different light and I don't know what's next. Well, I think, you know, what you've just described is is fantastic um, and much needed uh, work that's needed um, in the U.S. In fact, you know, even you know beyond the U.S. borders, um, I think um, that there there certainly is um, you know the HRC is a fantastic organization that I personally have worked with. I volunteered for when I was in the U.S. Um, and and I've done you know a lot of um, volunteering um, for for Glad as well, and uh, fantastic organizations that really help um, the LGBTQ plus community. Um, the you know the youth they have fantastic programs so. Um, you know, I think that that's, you know, the work that you've done is I've certainly seen via social media and by people that I've spoken to, um, has been very impactful uh, and has really made a difference on, on a lot of people's lives. That's the ultimate goal. And if you can change one person's life, save one person's life, help one person know that they are loved, at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. True. Just that one person is is um, just changing that one person's is, path onto something more positive is um, is is enough just for the work that uh, that you do and what what we're at Robert Wish are doing. Um, you know, we uh, we're an organization that has recently you know we've been around for a while um, in a informal capacity, i.e., just just me. Um, and I've I've mentored many youth um, across the world, um, mainly LGBTQ plus youth, on various issues, 
mainly focused on bullying, how to, you know, how to fit in, how to, how to um, be comfortable with who they are, um, as well as, you know, how to come out to their parents and to their peers and their community. Um, and it's, it's, it's incredibly difficult. I mean, the, the statistics alone for, for bullying are um, horrendous for, for bullying for, for youth. Um, but when you drill down even further to, to you know, looking at, um, you know, a subset of that, looking at the LGBTQ um, plus um, uh, responses in that, in that group, it, the, the data, the, the responses are even, even more alarming as to the types of bullying um, that takes place. And, um, you know, at Robert's Wish, we, we're really striving to, to support the youth to be a safe place, a non-judgmental place for them to feel like they're heard, that they can be themselves, that they can, you know, they can open up and ask questions and get advice and talk to like-minded people. You said yourself that what what really helped you um, was was was, and you know, seeing that they're like you know people like you out there, and and um, it's important that you've got that rapport with people who understand what you're going through and what you have, you know, what you have gone through um, in the past. Um, so that's, it's, it's a very important part of, of what we do. Absolutely. And connection is key. So meeting people who have similar experiences as you or completely different ones, we learn from each other and help each other along the way. And none of us could do it without the others. And we shouldn't have to. It's a real community, I think, and that's um, one of our one of Robert's wish, um, you know, value pillars is is community. It's that community spirit. It's being feel like you're part of something and you're not alone. I think to feel that you that there are people out there that are like you that are experiencing things or just you know you know have are going through similar or, or you know challenges themselves is is quite um is quite important and is is a real source of of support for people um just to be able to talk to them and not worry about being judged um because you're you're confused about your sexuality or you know you're being you're being really badly bullied by um by by someone at school and you don't know how to cope with it it's it is okay um, to seek help. It is okay to say, I don't know where to go. Um, to say that alone is, is showing strength in the fact that you're admitting that you, you know, you, you don't know what to do next. And it's hard being a kid these days. Um, you know, with, you touched on it briefly earlier, the, the amount of, of bullying and, and, and trolling and that type of thing you get on social media, um, it's, it's bullying. It's, it's a form of bullying. And it's, um, these, these, these kids, uh, they, they don't have anywhere to, you know, safe space anymore. Now that everything's on social media, you can get them on their mobiles, the social media at school, wherever they are. What, if, if you were giving advice to a, a youth that is being bullied and is, is, um, in a, you know, in a really, um, tough spot, what type of advice would you give them to, um, to, to help with what they're going through. Don't do it alone. Find someone, whether it's a teacher, a friend, a family member, really anyone who you can tell what's going on to. Be in that moment with somebody else and do not do it alone. Don't turn to bad methods of coping with it. Talk to people. Let people know what's going on. 
tell people how you're feeling and just get help. But don't sit in the moment and don't let it define your life because you are the only person who defines your life. Nothing anybody else says matters and it never will. What you believe in your, yourself to be is what you are. That's fantastic. Um, and some great advice to, to, to youth out there that are struggling. Um, specifically, um, you know, with, with bullying and, and just trying to be themselves. I mean, being yourself is beautiful. It's, it's who you are. It should be something we celebrate. Um, and it's just, it's just so sad and so frustrating when um, you, you hear of the, the, the stories and, and what happens with, um, with bullying. It's, I was bullied at school. I was bullied quite badly um, because I sounded different, because I had an accent. I grew up in South Africa. I moved from one part of South Africa to another, and we sounded a little bit different. The accents were slightly different. And um, I I was older than a lot of the kids in my year. I happened to be born at the beginning of the school year. And, you know, it, it meant that I was slightly different. Uh, different if you I don't like the that word but it, I was slightly different to others and um it it resulted in a lot of um a lot of bullying for me I was lucky I had a school teacher who was my support um and was fundamental in in helping me um and it ultimately because of what I experienced put me on the road to what I'm doing now on, on Robert's wish and what I do in my, you know, in my professional life as well with, with, um, you know, at, at my job is, is mentoring, um, staff and, and making sure that they're okay. Would you say the same thing for you is that your experiences as a youth and what happened to you in your, your, your younger years has sort of directed you into your path now where you're going? Absolutely. I can honestly say that if all of the horrible things that happened to me hadn't happened, that I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. I wish that there was a different path to doing it. But ultimately, everything that happened to me and all of the horrors have made me a stronger person, a better person. They've made me more compassionate for what people go through. It's made me more understanding of the world around me and has given me a very different perspective than a lot of people have. So I wouldn't change it. Great. And and the fantastic work you do, I'm glad because I've seen the impact, as I said. Um, I, I've, I've spoken to... I've spoken to youth that I mentor that, you know, you, you have had a huge impact on, you've really helped them. You've, you've been a, an integral part in their journey, um, and really helped them. Um, and, um, you know, that, that in itself is fantastic. And I really hope that whichever path you go down, um, and whatever you find yourself doing in the future, um, you know, is, is, um, is equally as, um, as, as impactful as I'm sure it will be. As of now, the plan is to get a bachelor's degree in religious studies, then to go on and get a master's in divinity and to become a Unitarian Universalist minister. So I am sure that it will. But like I said, I just don't know exactly what that's going to lead into. But it's definitely going to be social justice driven, motivation driven, love and kindness. So... We'll see what happens.
That's fantastic. And I really, you know, on behalf of everyone, you know, on the Robert Swish team, I might for myself, you know, we really wish you all the best in that. We will be, um, we will continue to be in close contact with you. Um, and, um, and thank you for, for coming on um, the podcast. Thanks for talking to us. No problem. Thank you so much. Robert's Wish is an online community against bullying for both youth and parents. Visit www.robertswish.org. Thank you.